0: I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. The holidays are coming. We are about a week into November now. And I think it's official that we can start talking about the holidays without me having to apologize for it, right? I know that some people get a little upset doing the holidays too early, which I kind of understand because I like being in the present season. As I'm recording this, it is like 65 degrees outside in Pittsburgh. And that means it is definitely not winter yet. It is still very fall. But. Most of us are at least planning in some way, if we celebrate Christmas especially, we are planning in some way for the holiday season, and Thanksgiving counts when it comes to the holidays as well. We are going to do one of our last Declutter With Me episodes of the year today, if not the last one. I'm still not sure if I'm going to do one in December, but it's been really fun to do these this year. I've been doing them since early in the year once a month we've been doing a declutter with me episode i plan on continuing them into next year i might not do them every single month but it's just really fun to be putting out an episode regularly where the whole goal of these episodes is for you to listen and declutter along with me as your background music right so if you do need to do some decluttering in your home even if it's not what we are talking about today I welcome you to do it along with this episode. And hopefully, as I'm talking about decluttering, it will inspire you to just get it done. Because decluttering isn't always the most fun thing to do. It can feel overwhelming. Sometimes just listening to someone talking about it helps. So, this month we are going to tackle the toys, which is one of the probably the the hardest areas to declutter or if if it's not difficult it's just overwhelming because there can be a lot of them and then this is one of those areas of the home where it's not necessarily our stuff and depending on the age of our kids it can be you know a fine line how we approach this but today is a special holiday edition of declutter with me and last month we did this as well where If we declutter these areas now, it's going to be less stress as the holiday season comes. So last month, we decluttered the kitchen. We might frequent our kitchens a little more often as the holiday season draws near. And now we're going to declutter the toys. I actually asked on Instagram which area of the home you are most interested in decluttering the entryway, or the toys, and you all wanted to declutter the toys, which I get it because it can be stressful to think about the fact that there are more toys that might be coming in our homes. Just very recently, as in this past weekend, I just decluttered my entryway, which did involve a little bit of toy decluttering. So, In these Declutter With Me episodes, I typically just share with you where I'm at on the topic and my own decluttering. I kind of just walk you through what I just decluttered just for solidarity. And then I bring you some tips for your own decluttering. So that's what we're going to do today. And because I just decluttered my entryway and it paired with my toy declutter that I just did... I'm going to share a little bit of that with you because I'm kind of proud of it. I'm excited about it. It really needed to be done. So, we're just going to go a little off script today and it's kind of a mishmash declutter with me, but that's okay. So, like I said, the decluttering that I did this month was mostly the entryway. And and that was my focus. I made our haphazard toy and games closet into a get out the door easily closet that's what i'm calling it i mean technically it's like a coat closet but there's a lot of things going on in there and they all have a purpose and it's very functional and i'm excited about it so we all have our winter gear in that closet now hats and gloves i have like this little it's almost like a um, produce stand it's a three-tiered like basket stand I used to use it in our kitchen for produce, but we stopped using it for that, so I repurposed it, and this is a big closet. Um, in that closet, it's a very, it's it's not a fancy big closet. It looks like it is right out of the 70s. I will put pictures on my Instagram because it's kind of funny, but it's now very functional, and like I said, this um, three-tiered produce stand now houses hats and gloves and things like that. Then we do have our coats hanging up in here and then I am picking out outfits for my kids for each day of the week to have ready in this closet. I have a hanging kind of storage contraption. I don't know if it's like considered a shoe organizer or what it is. We're trying this system out because we recently moved our closets to a family closet in the basement. So at least for me and my girls, um, instead of having our stuff in our separate rooms, there's just a lot of stairs in my house and the basement is where the laundry is. So I'm also housing our clothes, our clean clothes down there in a family closet. So the problem with that is that it's very difficult in the mornings to get ourselves ready. If I have to walk to the basement with the girls, try to wrangle them while we're down there, because there's also like a little play area down there. Juna's running around the whole basement. It just it gets chaotic in the mornings. And I also find myself like forgetting socks. So we walk up the stairs and then I have to like run back down the stairs. And if we ever have to be anywhere on time in the morning, it's really difficult. So I'm trying this system out so far it is wonderful i even like i moved our socks up to this closet it's just it's not typical but it's functional and it's working for us i then i decluttered my diaper bag which is also living in that closet it was disgusting it really needed done it is nice to have more streamlined mornings and it's nice to declutter the entryway as the seasons are changing and as we at least here in Pittsburgh, PA. We need to have more stuff in our entryway than we would at other times of the year. So we needed more space. Now, like I said, this closet before it was my like functional get out the door closet. It was a toy and game closet. When I say that, it had really no rhyme or reason. Like it it would get tidied up and then it would easily get cluttered. The games were on this shelf in there, and it just wasn't functional. I do still have the games in there. They are, like, just stacked in the very back of the closet because, again, like I said, this is a big, very strange layout of a closet, but they fit in there. So those are still in there. They're kind of behind everything out of the way, but our toys are no longer in this closet. This was just like a basket of toys that we would use in the living room area um, because this closet is in our living room. The rest of our toys are in the playroom. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm going there soon. But I did have to declutter this toy bin for this entryway revamp to happen. So we have one system for the toys that live in our living room. When it comes to our living room, we have two nugget couches, like a normal size nugget couch and then a smaller one that we inherited from a friend. And those are our main like playthings in the living room. Sometimes our stuffy bin, stuffed animal bin navigates to the living room. It eventually is taken back to the playroom because it takes up a lot of space. And we then have one medium sized toy bin like easy enough to pick up and carry around. It lives on a bottom shelf in a shelving unit in our living room. And that bin, typically it has some books. It has these like cloth masks that <laughs> my grandma gave the kids that they love. Uh, it has just like some little people figurines that my youngest enjoys. And just a couple of like toddler toys that keep her busy that she likes to take out and look around. It's not where most of our toys are housed. Again, this is just a little toy bin that is stuff my kids can play with in the living room. But the system is that we have a playroom. Our kids like to play mostly in the living room. Gemma likes to play in this big old living room space that we have with the nuggets and everything. And she likes to build these elaborate like play scenes, basically, whether she's building a restaurant or... Um, a vet office, a pet store. And because of that, she brings lots of things into the room from the playroom. When we clean up, we try to make it as easy as possible. And we do take stuff back to their home in the playroom. But we also just like stuff gets put in that basket that doesn't belong there. So this basket that lives in the playroom, basically the system is We clean up, we shove stuff back in that basket even when it doesn't belong there. And when the basket starts getting too full, it maybe is like every couple of months or so, we declutter the basket, put things back where they belong and keep just the things that belong in that basket there. So that was a really long way to say it's a very simple system that we have. I really needed to go through that basket. It was fully overflowing. It had so many like play food items in it there were Barbies in there. There was just so much random stuff. As I go through it, I just quickly have another bin with me because most of the stuff that's in there is just stuff that's going to get moved back to its home in the playroom. And then I throw away any trash, which is often like half ripped up crafts because they have been well loved by the time that they end up in that bin. It's a system that It's not fancy. It mostly works for us. It's not perfect because as the bin does get full, the stuff in there is less functional. It gets played with less because it's buried and that's not great for kids. That's not helpful. They don't know what's in there and then it gets dumped and then it makes more messes, but it's functional enough. It makes for less time cleaning up at the end of the day whenever we have our before bedtime cleanup time some days we have more time and energy and we put things back in the playroom some days we do not and some days we don't even do a family cleanup time and then it falls on my husband or i and so things definitely just get shoved in that bin so that's what i did for our toy to clutter i did it on my own this time around i just needed to get it done I didn't involve my oldest daughter, which she does like to declutter with me. She did help me with that entryway declutter, so that was helpful. Um, and that was fun for her because she, like I said, she in, she's six years old. She enjoys it by now because we've been doing this together pretty much ever since she was able to help me. I am going to move to our playroom and do a full-on toy declutter soon because it is not pretty right now. It is a very much a mess and that's the point of a uncluttered toy area is to not have it be a total disaster all the time because it's easier to have some kind of cleanup system. But sometimes reality is that it just, it just still gets messy because it's toys and depending on what ages your kids are and how many of them you have, like we have to just accept that this stuff's gonna get messy. But if we declutter, if we have less stuff, it's a little less mess to take care of. So I'm excited to tackle that. I'll be honest, I haven't yet. It's on my list for this upcoming week, but I do have some tips for you on your toy declutter. And these are the same tips, the same system that I'm about to use as I go through my full on toy declutter that I do every year before the holidays. It's like the big pre-holiday toy declutter because we all know that more stuff is going to be coming in soon. Like I said, today is a special edition of Declutter With Me because these tips I'm bringing you today are coming straight from my holiday journal, which is called Your Minimalish Holidays. In this journal, I bring you a six-day decluttering challenge where we declutter the entryway The toys, the craft supplies, the kitchen, the living room, and the holiday decor, these are all areas that are very relevant to this time of year, and I share why I think they're great areas to just give a little bit of a maintenance declutter to during this time of year. I'm not encouraging you to go full in and declutter your whole home. That's not what the journal is about. Actually, this is just six days of the 30-day journal. The rest of the journal really focuses in on just making your holidays more intentional it's in a season that can so easily feel rushed and busy and stretch us thin this guided journal is meant to help you center yourself on what you want the holidays to be about what you want them to feel like each day you can start it at any time you can start it mid-november you can start at the end of November. It's 30 days so it helps if you're planning the season in November if you want to do it during this month it's helpful but I think it would also be really fun to do like halfway through November and then half of it into December as well just to be festive and really enjoy the journal through the pinnacle of the holiday season as well you can grab the journal in the show notes you can click the link there to find it there's a digital version as well as a physical version but let's dive into the toy decluttering day of the journal because I'm going to read you that today so that I can both give you a preview of the journal and help you declutter your toys in this declutter with me episode If you want more on toy decluttering, I'm gonna link a couple of past episodes in the show notes on decluttering with kids and just decluttering the toys in general so then you can dive deeper into this topic. Is hiring challenging? Yes. But do you love a good challenge? Also yes. You need a hiring partner that can help you rise to the challenge. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Indeed streamlines hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. And with Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of its hiring platform. Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. They do the hard work for you. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring platform, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. So start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash minimalish. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash minimalish. Just go to indeed.com slash minimalish and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast, indeed.com slash minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Okay, so decluttering the toys is day 12 of your minimalish holidays. And here is what I write on day 12. Decluttering toys can feel like a huge task. Our kids might feel resistant, we might feel guilty, and it can take a good amount of time and decision-making energy if we have a lot of toys in our homes. There is no better time to deal with the toys than before the holidays, especially if your holidays include new toys for your kids. During this time of year, I enlist the help of my daughter, my 6-year-old daughter, to declutter her own toys, and I've done that for the past couple of years. I tell her that we need to make space for the new things, so we should think about the toys that she no longer plays with. I emphasize the importance of donating them to others who will use them more, For us, there tends to be less resistance with the promise of new coming in. Maybe it isn't the ideal way to build a mindset that less is better, but it at least helps us get some dusty toys out of our home without a fight. Note that if your kids are younger than three, you might just want to go at this on your own, as it may be hard for them to understand the concept of letting go of the old and making space for the new. But above all else, prioritize your relationship with your child. If they're older and they won't budge on getting rid of anything, focus only on things that are broken or just cleaning the toy areas instead of actually getting rid of things. You can talk through items that you don't see them using much, but you don't need to do anything they aren't comfortable with. Even just talking through the idea of decluttering plants seeds that eventually may grow. One day you might find that they are more comfortable with letting go. Until then, A more tidy toy space will do, even if it's still a little cluttered for your liking. Things to declutter from the toy spaces. As you look through your toy area, you can find broken items or trash, of course. Duplicate or similar toys, toys that do the same things, toys that take up too much space and they aren't played with enough to warrant that. A couple of years ago, we decluttered my daughter's Huge dollhouse. I really wanted her to like love and play with this dollhouse, but she just really didn't. So we decluttered that because it was taking up way too much space. And toys that are no longer played with. If your kids can't make a decision on these things, or you're decluttering for younger kids and you're not sure, you can put the toys that you don't see them playing with in a box and hide them away somewhere in your home. If nobody asks for them after one to two months, you can feel confident in donating them. Okay, now we're going to talk about what to do with the toys that you are decluttering. So the first thing that you can do is donate. It's a great time of year to donate toys as parents look for ways to save money or be more sustainable with their gift buying. I personally always look for ways to shop secondhand for toys during this season. You can donate to a local thrift store, a buy nothing group. I have found Christmas gifts on buy nothing groups in the past and I love it. Or search for charities that may be taking used toys to give, to give to kids in need. You can sell. I don't typically recommend putting in extra effort to sell things you're decluttering unless you really want to or need to. Because it does take extra time. However, this time of year might be a great time to try selling if you're interested. Again, people are on the hunt for secondhand items to use as gifts. And you can make some extra money for your holiday budget. So it might be a good time to take that extra effort and sell things. Might be worth it. And then throwing away. Of course, some toys will be trash because they're broken or they're just like way too well used. It's okay to throw things away if that's the best option right now. In the journal, I mention in the lines below, you can plan for your toy declutter, set your timer for 20 to 30 minutes, and see what all you accomplish. And I put a reminder on every day of the decluttering challenge that we're not aiming for perfection during this mini challenge. We're just aiming for being less cluttered than we were before. Okay, so that's the entry, and I also ad-libbed a little bit. What I want to say is I want to add to that disclaimer about, like, perfectionism and decluttering. I think one of the reasons we hold off on decluttering is because we think it's going to take way too much time to get it to the point where we want to get it. If you would just set your timer for 20 to 30 minutes and just see how far you can get, it will be better than it was before. It doesn't have to be perfect. And this time of year, there's a lot going on. Like it's not going to be perfect. It might even feel a little messier in the midst of decluttering it, but the point is there will be space that you've made for the stuff that's coming in, and that's what's important because at the end of the season, I think one of the most stressful things is when we have new stuff coming in, but we don't have any more space for that stuff, and then we're just frustrated, and we're tired, and maybe feeling ungrateful about (laughs) all the new stuff that just came in our house. So... That is really all I have for today's episode, today's conversation on toy decluttering. I hope it has helped you in any way that you need to declutter the toys or just maybe it's inspired you to declutter something in your home. That makes me happy. If that is the case, if you enjoyed it, would you share it with a friend or share it on Instagram, whatever social media that you want to share it on? Any way that you share the show is always helpful to me. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Thank you for just being here with me and listening in. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode.